Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 39. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing here tonight? Doing good. Doing good. All right. We're here for episode 39, back here to talk some more baseball. You ready to get started? Yes, sir. All right. So we had, since the last episode, we've had another no-hitter. Sort of, kind of, unofficial no-hitter, according to the record books. Uh, Madison Bumgarner in a um, double-hitter game, I believe it was against the Dodgers, it was a double-hitter game. In that second game, he threw a seven-inning no-hitter. He went seven innings, no hits, no runs, and seven strikeouts. But, of course, because he didn't go to full nine innings, they classify it as an unofficial no-hitter. Jay, any thoughts on that? Um, I mean, well, okay, those are always kind of interesting to me, because he goes seven innings, but it's like, if he's, if he's cooking like that, just, just let him ride it out until, you know, either, you know, either he... He, you know, either he kind of tires himself out or he completes the game, you know. But I, I, I've never understood, like, if someone's, like, that hot or whatnot on the mound that you, eh, you know, seven is good. We're going to let the reliever and the closer, you know, take it home type of thing. So, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've never been a fan of when managers pull a pitcher when he's, like, really in the zone and everything. Yeah, I never understand that either. If a pitcher is out there and he's going strong and he seems like he's, you know, durable, he can still hang in there, why would you why would you pull him out of the game, especially in a moment like that where, you know, history is on the line? It, 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 does, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I was like, oh, man, because everybody was talking about that. You know, should it count as a no-hitter? You know, he only went seven innings, but, you know, he was in the full nine innings, so. I don't know, man. That's 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 crazy. That's that's that's, that's definitely up for debate. I, I I don't I don't get I don't get that at all. Yeah, it's weird. But mm-hmm. that's 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 I guess that's baseball for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is. I mean, that's that's like oh well, Steph Curry. He's he's going off. Uh, he, he's about to go for the record of three pointers in a game. But you know what? Because we up the spot so much, we're gonna sit him down. Or whatnot to finish the game. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. It makes no sense at all to do something like that. Like I said, when a guy's in, the, in that zone, he's cooking like that. You just you let him cook. You let him you let him continue to do their thing. Yeah, it makes it makes no sense. Like, and I mean, plus is 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 Bumgarner. He he's not like some random dude. No, no. You know, at one time, this is one of the top pitchers you know in yeah. the game he had some injuries and stuff but he was one of the guys who was up there with the Scherzers and the Verlanders and the Kershaws and the DeGrom he was up there with those guys at one point yeah so I mean I don't know mate. I don't know did, I, um, what, did they say anything to like the manager to find out like why did he pull him in the seven you know after the seven innings or whatnot or I don't know uh, not that I know of no, I, I didn't see anything on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But over the course of the year, they said there have been 26 incidents, incidences where we've had um, um, no hitters. Like, they went, didn't go to full, um, 
Full nine innings, like I say, Bumgarner's was one. Um, got for the Orioles, uh, the Vervin Hansack, he went like five innings for um, no hitter, and he got pulled. Uh, Matt Young back in 1992, he threw a uh, eight inning, um, no hitter. So, um, like I said, this is not an uncommon thing, but I just don't understand why, you know, if a guy in that zone, why would you want to, you know, mess with history? Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, how how often do you have that chance? You because, don't. It's it's a rare thing. Cause I mean, as we as we've talked about it on the show, like yeah, it's, it's very rare in a two hundred plus year sport. How rare that this actually is. So mm-hmm. why why would you take somebody from you know going down in the record books like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's just one of those great mysteries. I guess one of those things. I guess we'll never fully understand. It's baseball. Yeah, that's, 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 that's baseball there for you. But um, any other thoughts on that? No, just be interested, like to see if if he has another opportunity, you know, to do it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we shall see. Like I said, who knows? Next episode we'll be talking about another. No hitter or something. Cause it seems like that's like the last couple episodes we've been talking about no hitters. Yeah, I mean, here we are in May, and yeah, we got that's kind of like one of the running themes right now in this season. So mm-hmm. it is most definitely, most definitely. All right, so uh, next topic. Um, we talk about some of the couple of the ri- few of the ri- actually uh, the rising stars in um baseball that have been kind of hot lately. Uh, first up, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. He's been having a year so far. Um, batting average is not that high. He's batting like 228, but he's got eight home runs with eight, um, 18 hits so far. He missed some time earlier with that shoulder injury, but it, but that I don't know if you got a chance to catch that series against the Dodgers. That was such a good series. I mean, in that series alone, he went eight for 18, five home runs, six RBIs, uh, three runs scored, and um three stolen bases and in two he had, he had four home runs in two games and also he um set a record there with his um his father Fernando Tatis Sr. they said they were the first father-son duo to um each record a multi-home run game at the same venue on the same calendar date so he's been off to a hot start and also too they said he's the first player to record 40 plus home runs and 30 plus stolen bases in his first um 162 games played uh, so thoughts on Mr. Fernando Tatis Jr. Hot start. I mean, he, he's he's kind of if he continues on this type of a run or whatnot, he has the potential to do what I've been saying on quite a few episodes. Yes. Of you know being that star, being a face of the league and who's to say that by the end of the season we're not talking about fernando tatis jr as mvp so it it wouldn't shock me at all because he's got all the tools to be one of the faces of baseball i mean he's a guy that you can you know you can you can grab you can gravitate to and that's what the game's been lacking for so long that somebody with that star pot. He's definitely one of those guys that seem to be heading in that direction. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he, I mean, he's the cover guy for, 
uh, MLB The Show 21. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's having a great season. So, like, I, I still don't understand baseball's whole marketing team. You know, we've got to do some real research on that. Yes. Because you would think, like, okay, let's try to put him out there as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not just on sports shows. Hell, try to. I mean, granted, right now with with like the late night shows and everything, what's going? You know, with COVID, they still do. But they could. I mean, hell, Zoom or something. Yeah, yeah. that's what you see on a lot of these late night shows. They they doing like Zoom calls. Exactly. So I mean, get him on something like that. Get him on like a a morning show or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or whatnot. Because I mean, one that helps promote him. Two that mm-hmm. helps promote the sport. Mm-hmm. Most the team, most everything. Exactly. It's a win-win for everybody. Exactly. So, like I said, I don't understand. Like you know, baseball. Like, oh, it's 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 almost similar to wrestling, but I would say worse because he's he's quote unquote getting himself over, but mm-hmm. the sport. Is not promoting him at all, yeah. and but the, but the bad thing is they're not really promoting anybody. No, <laughs> so no, it's, it's not just him. It's, they're not promoting any of their star players. Yeah, like so that, and that's what the whole thing reverse thing about you know like how you know going to wrestling real quick with WWE like they only really push who they want to push, and if somebody's getting themselves over, you know, it's like oh, yeah, that's that's nice, but you not who we feel should be. So you know they just eventually get push to the wayside but with fernando tatis and baseball he's someone that you know one you know kids would look up to and probably want to you know emulate want to take an interest in playing baseball i don't know but well you know what, what do we know right Right, exactly. It's like it was totally different, like back in the day, like when we were coming up. You saw them marketing guys, like you know, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and Cal Ripken, and then you had that um commercial with um who was that? Uh, The Maddox and Glavin, you know, six dig the long ball. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the classic. It seemed like you saw they did so so much better of a job marketing their big time stars. You saw them in commercials. You saw him on, you know, the cover of magazines. You saw him, you know, maybe doing late night shows. You saw, you saw him more out there than what you do right now. So I don't know what's happened, but they, they gotta, they gotta reevaluate the way they marketed their stars in baseball. Exactly, it, it makes no sense, especially in the, the whole digital age. Yeah, in the, in the, in the social media age with Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and all these different, all these different ways you can market these players that you didn't have back in the day, you know, you could be taking, taking more advantage of those opportunities, which they're not, unfortunately. Makes, it, it makes no sense. No. <laughs> it, 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 no, we've talked about that many a times on this episode. I'm sure we'll probably continue to talk yeah. about it, but it's, it's wild, man. When you, when you think about it, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I, and another thing too, don't forget, you know, like, you know, MTV back in the day with rock and job. Yeah, that too. That was another thing. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was yeah. the way I say marketing the game and stuff. That's they they need to they need to get back to doing stuff like that. Yeah, they really, MTV need to bring that back. They really they really Obviously. do. That, that, that was a good. I enjoyed that. That, that was fun. Yeah, I mean he do the what the basketball and the baseball. The yeah, mm-hmm. they did both. Yep. So mm-hmm. 
Oh man. So um anything else from Mr. Uh Fernando Tatis Jr. Anything else on him? Uh all I say is hopefully he continues on this on this, you know, run um or whatnot and like I say, you just have to keep an eye on to see if at the end of the season we're not saying MVP for Nando mm-hmm. Tatis. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm telling you, this this kid's a star in the making. I'm I'm loving him, so we definitely somebody to keep an eye on. All right, another rising star in the game, uh, Mr. Shohei Otani of the Angels. Um, he was became the first pitcher to start a game while leading the major leagues in um home runs since Babe Ruth. Now, look like he's only had like one start this year, like pitching wise. So he he won that game, and his ERA is at a three point two nine. But he's been crushing the ball. He's batting 272 right now with nine home runs and uh, 28 hits. And I believe he had another home run last night. And he's like moonshots. He's like crushing the ball right now. So he's another guy, another rising star in the game and a guy that can pitch and can hit. And that's something we, like I said, we really haven't seen since Babe Ruth. Um, thoughts on Shohei Yatani? I mean, now that, I mean, Shoot, you never really saw a lot of that, you know what? Not and like I say, you have to go back to Bay Roof for that one. Exactly, exactly. And most people don't even remember Bay Roof as a as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. So they don't. Yeah, I mean that is a that's a historical thing in itself. But I think it's funny that you know he's doing this because you know since I own MLB The Show Twenty One. And I'm playing Road to the Show uh, mm-hmm. story, you know, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And with that, you can play as, you know, if you want to be a dual threat of pitcher and a fielder, you can. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually in the process of doing that myself. So. Oh, see, there, there, there you go. <laughs> and, there you go. <laughs> and the fact that, like, in between games, they they have like the uh the the, uh, the podcast um and everything that talks about you know you're a player and everything like that and they you know it's that whole thing of them talking about it so the, for the fact that he's doing this in real life it's like huh you know it, it, it kind of makes you think and everything and yeah it'd be interesting to see like how long would he do it or whatnot and because I know a lot of guys don't have the opportunity consistently to do it because you know you have to basically to do that you gotta have to split time okay you gotta get only x amount of batting practice in or x amount of you know pitching you know practice in and everything you you can't 100 percent you know commit to one because you're doing both so it'll be interesting to see like how long they continue to have him do both but if if he continues to you know, have you know have a strong bat and everything. Who's to say that they only use him as a pitcher in extreme you know situations and everything? Mm-hmm. So, well, would you have him instead of being a starter? Would you have him like come out of the bullpen and pitch like an inning or two here and there? Maybe you'd have him go that route with him. Well, but see, that's the thing though. I mean, if he's a if he's a really good pitcher. Mm-hmm. Do you really want to relegate him to like a reliever? True, that is true. So that will be like I say, it'd be interesting to see like what's the long term with him. Because right now it's more like a it's a novelty 
you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And also, too, one thing about baseball, you know, just like other sports, they catch on to you. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, they kind of notice, like, pick up on his tendencies and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, maybe he should only do one at that point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be something yeah, to that's... keep an eye on. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. And he's a tall guy, too. He's, he's 6'4", 210. He's pretty, pretty tall. Yeah. Well, well, we know how those how those tall guys operate. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we really do. We really, really do. But yeah. I, I, I find it fascinating. If he's able to figure out a way to do both and be very successful at both, that's that's gonna put him in a whole you know league of his own. I mean, he's, he's gonna be he's gonna be one of those guys that's gonna go down in history. He's one of the all time greats if he can be able to master both for a long period of time. Oh, both definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and another rising um, star in the game. We've talked about him here on the show, but not too much recently. But um, Mr. Vlad Guerrero Jr., he had a night last week against one of our favorites, Mr. Max Scherzer. I mean, he hit three home runs in that game. I mean, he did something that um, his own own, um, father, Vladimir um, Sr., didn't even be able to do. He didn't even have a three-home run game. And right now he's batting 356 with seven home runs and 32 hits. And Vladimir, he was tweeting out that during that game too. He tweeted out, uh, "What a night from my boy! Um, all the hard work is paying off." Because he's lost a lot of weight. He's trimmed down. He's in probably some of the, probably the best shape in his life. And he's like I say, another one of those rising stars in the game. Uh, thoughts on Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I mean, he. Because, I mean, when we first saw him, yeah, he was on the heavy side. And it was like, that's Vlad's son? Because, you know. I know, right? Vlad always Vlad, kept... Vlad would be like that. Yeah, no, he wasn't. It was, it was like, sh- I'm like, are we sure that's not Prince Fielder? Like, so, so he, he was looking like he was Prince Fielder. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but, I mean, it's good that, you know, that he, he's lost the weight. Because, you know, that, that does a lot for, you know, for a person or whatnot. So. Mm-hmm. To see him see him getting better shape and everything like that, and I mean for him to take it to you know good old Mad Max and and everything that says a lot right there. And yeah, like you you know like you said, he's another one that is a rising star that they can kind of strap the rocket to and see how far it can take him and everything. So I know we just kind of said it, but like I said it again, it's like why won't they? promote these guys better they're all young and mm-hmm. they and they have you know they appeal to like a younger generation because they are a younger generation mm-hmm. that's what you want so i mean i mean i mean it's vlad um jr i mean he he's a personality you know just like his dad was a personality mm-hmm. and everything so yeah, I mean the dude, you know, he once again, I, I feel like I'm, I'm starting to sound like a freaking broken record at this point. <laughs> but, I know. <laughs> it is. Like I said, we've talked about here many a times on the air about this. Like I say, I don't understand why with these three guys you couldn't be doing the market. These could be three of your faces of baseball. There's some other young talent in baseball too. You know, Juan Soto for the uh, national. He's another rising star. But I don't understand why you're not. Marketing these guys, you got some young talent that could be well, um, doing so much more with. Oh, uh, uh, the boy um, Cody Bellinger, he's another one. 
Don't know what that is. That's, 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 that's another, another rising star in the game. Yes, that's another guy. I say you, you have these guys. It's like, just just do something with them. Just do something with them. That, that's, that's all we ask. You know, you get more eyeballs on the sport. That's, that's yeah, and you and like I said, and, it, and it, it shouldn't be that hard. They're making this thing a lot harder than what it has to be to market these stars in the game. And that's what that's I think that's what annoys me the most because we've seen how baseball once was mm-hmm. from a marketing standpoint. Mm-hmm. And, so it and, can be done. Yes, it can be done. It was done. It was. It was done. I mean, there you go. I mean, do we really want? Uh, you know, long gone summer. Do we really want that again? No, not necessarily. No, we, we really don't. <laughs> but I mean, but at the same time, you know, that did put a lot of eyeballs, a lot of casual fans. You know, you, you know, really focusing in more on the sport. So because of the fact you did have two guys who had. You know, big personalities. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, they had personality. One had a little bit more charisma than the other, mm-hmm. but they still personality mm-hmm. and everything. And then, of course, Barry and all the, you know, he had so many personalities and and just, it's like you have that. I feel like this young crop of players that we have now mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. They they have that same type of, of you know, kind of it from, like, what we grew up watching. Mm-hmm. It's just they're in a era where it's like, nah, we, we, we're not going to really promote you that much. Mm-hmm. You know, just play the game, but we're, we're not going to really focus on you that much. It's not about you. So... <laughs> that's what it feels uh, like. Like I say, I, I I just don't get it. Like I said, there's a lot. Like I said, a lot of young talent. The guys that we name, um, like I say, Mookie Betts, you know, Aaron Judge when he's healthy. There's there's guys out there that you could be marketing and getting out there to bring more fans to the to the um sport of baseball to bring in that younger generation to grow up on baseball the way we grew up loving and enjoying mm-hmm. baseball. There's opportunities out there that are being left on the table. So. Maybe, who knows? Maybe we need to write. Maybe we need to write MLB and like, hey, exactly. Hey, if you need a couple of people to help with your marketing, hey, you know, we 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 are available. Yeah, yeah, shoot, I have no problem doing it. Shoot. No, me neither. Not 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 at all. I will gladly help be a part of the marketing team. Get some of these names out there. What what, what Ted DiBiase say? Everybody has a price. I was just getting ready to say that. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price for the million dollar man. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> so, but I mean, but but I ain't. I'm not cheap though. But, no, no. But I can no, be no. had. No, no. Exactly, exactly. For the right price, yes. We we, we can definitely work something. <laughs> um, but any other thoughts on these um rising stars? Anybody else that you see like you know big star? Anybody else? Anything else? I mean, just I just hope that they you know keep it up and who who knows if they keep it if they keep it going, then you know, they maybe that'll that'll kind of help you know get more eyes on the sport. Mhm. Yeah, most definitely. Like I said, but I'm sure like I said, this this won't be the last time we talk about this. Trust me. <laughs> no. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be talking about this again. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up. Yeah, this was last week. Um, once again, Mr. Bryce Harper, Mr. I can, you know, hey, you know, I can be me in Philly. 
Um, got hit by a pitch in the game against the Cardinals. It was la- actually last Wednesday. It was a 96.9 per hour pitch that hit him in the hit him in the face. He was very lucky too, because if you saw it, I mean, they graced his face, just missed his nose and everything. He didn't break any bones or anything like that. He missed a couple of games, and he's back now. But um, yeah, I mean, that's 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 no joke. You get a fastball like that in the face. That's that's not good. That, that could have been. They could have been out a lot longer than what he was. Um, any thoughts on that? Well, just thinking about that made me think about, you know, what happened to um, Kirby Puckett. And oh, yeah. That's you know, because right. he ended up blinding one eye. He did. That's right. And, he did. Yeah, you know, you, you see stuff like that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I, I, I don't know, I guess that's why I, I like being a pitcher more so than anything. <laughs> I mean, that's always like a. That's that is a scary thing standing in the box or whatnot. You, ne- you never know when a pitch might come, you know, barreling at your head or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You never mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes you're a little slow, a little late, and you know, bad things can happen. Um, but I mean, I mean, we joke about you know Harper on the show and everything, but he was fortunate that he was not you know seriously injured. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, so. the way it looked, when I first saw it, he got hit by pitch. Oh man, he's gonna be out for a while, but he only missed a, only missed a few games. And like I said, he's back now, but he 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 was he looked out big time. But that yeah. that could have been a lot more severe than what it was. Oh, most definitely. So mm-hmm, yeah, so he got he got lucky with that one. All right, um, congrats go out to uh Max Scherzer. Um, after completing a. We're having a complete game, a uh, 3-1 victory against the uh, Marlins last Sunday. His wife gave birth to another child. Uh, Derek Alexander was born uh, May 2nd, uh, 8 pounds, 5 ounces, 20 inches at 5.38 p.m. So congrats to yes. Max Scherzer. That's, that, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 he owns the, uh, the Marlins and then... I got a new boy. I know, I know. I mean, it's amazing how that works. Amazing, amazing how that works. No, a future, future pitcher in 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 the making there. Yeah. <laughs> eh, possible. You no, know, you never know. You never know. That's awesome. Like I said, that's that's. I mean, that's amazing. You go from competing the baseball game and you know, birth of your um, son. That's awesome, right there. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, let's see. Got some early uh, power rankings um, for baseball. They got like the top ten teams in the game right now. They got the Dodgers number one, Padres, Red Sox, Brewers, the White Sox, Astros, Royals, Giants, Cardinals, and Athletics. Um, that's the top ten right now for the power rankings. Um, any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I mean, as of right now, those are like the. The, the the teams that's kind of having the most success and everything, but you know I I never really especially this early in the season I never really pay attention to the power rankings because yeah because it's still very early we're like a little over a month into the season it's still a lot a lot of baseball left exactly you know by the time you get to June in the All Star game be completely different than what we see right now so. Mm-hmm. Baseball is is that one sport that I never really like focus too much about power or, or take any 
anything like take it seriously too much because it could always change because of the fact that they play you know between three to four game series against teams throughout the seasons so like i say the swing a season can not a season but a series you know you know i guess a team can change your power ranking or whatnot Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. very true very true but i said there's still a lot of baseball left and um before we get into the um let's take a look at the uh current standings right now i got the it's the yankees and astros playing right now in new york this is the first time that they've played them since that whole incident took place with the whole cheating and the trash cans back in 2019 and you know how those you know new york crowds can be they're not not gonna be too friendly uh to the astros so um any thoughts on that well i wonder if dusty baker gonna be like you know my team you know this that you know what that Mm, and only four people are like remaining from that team as well. So I mean, hey, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 they 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 got off lucky last year with the whole you know COVID and everything, but now they they making up for lost time. That's now right. They, they, people they, they, they let them have. It. People didn't forget. That's right. They didn't forget. They sat on them signs or whatever you know for a whole year. Say, oh, we're gonna get these jokes and everything out now. So mm-hmm. and I, I have no problem with them. Let, let, let them have it. Exactly. <laughs> Let them have it. All right, so shift over to the current standings right now in the AL East. We got the Red Sox. They are on top at uh, 17 and 12, followed by the Blue Jays at 14 and 13. Yankees are in the middle at 14 and 14. Rays at 15 and 15. And the Orioles at 14 and 15. Uh, Thoughts on the AL East right now? Well, I mean, it's... Like we kind of figured, I mean, the Yankees was going to get out of the basement of the, mm-hmm. the, the division. Um, but kind of looking at it now, yeah, the Red Sox are in first place, but that division is kind of looking a lot closer than than we thought it, would, it might be. I mean, right now it's only separated by three games from from first from mm-hmm. first to the last team in that division. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, actually, the this might be the first time in a long time that the AL East, you know, gotta really kind of keep an eye on it because once again, a swing of a series could change that whole <laughs> dynamic. It really could. So. I mean, these are like some good teams here. Obviously, you know, Red Sox, Yankees, or the Orioles back at good seasons and everything. The Blue Jays, they've had good seasons. So it's going to be very interesting to see who ultimately takes this division. It's, it's, it's wide open right now. It's, any, it's anybody's ball game right now. Yeah. So. All right. So over to the AL Central, we have the Royals on top at 16 and 11, followed by the White Sox at 15 and 12. Indians are 14 and 13. The Twins are 11 and 16, and the Tigers are 8 and 21. Thoughts on the Central? Uh, I mean, I see it right now. It could be like a three-team race between the Royals, White Sox, and uh, Indians. Um, mm-hmm. but, but don't be surprised that the White Sox don't some way, somehow, you know, don't come out on top in this division. Mm-hmm. They got Tony LaRusso over there now, too. I yeah. almost forgot about that. So, yeah, that's going to be, be a three-team race between those three, I think. 
And let's see, go down to the AL West. We got the Athletics, they're on top at 18 and 12, followed by the Astros, who are playing now, like I mentioned, at 15 and 13. Mariners are 16 and 14. Angels are 13 and 14. And the Rangers are 13 and 17. Uh, Thoughts on the AL West? Uh, I mean, that's another division that kind of looks like a three-team race as well. Yeah, I mean, Billy Bean, you know, he got his team in, in first place, but you never know. The Astros, they might, you know, this actually might turn out in their favor. You know, they might start feeding off of the hate and this thing. You know, they go on some crazy run or something. Mm-hmm. We've seen stranger things happen, so it's any, any, anything is possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so hopping over to the NL side, the NL East. Um, right now, my Nationals are on top at 12 and 12, followed by the Phillies at 14 and 15. The Mets are 11 and 12. Braves are 12 and 16, and the Marlins are at the bottom at 11 and 16. Those on this. One. I mean, look, they might be at the bottom, but right now this division is only separated by two and a half games because mm-hmm. you know of a certain team, not the Marlins this season, <laughs> but the team that's actually in first place. You know, right. You so, know. So, yeah. You know, I national, yes. Right. So, yeah, that whole thing. So, right now, this division is kind of looking a little sloppy. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, I mean, who knows better about sloppy than the Marlins, right? So, yeah. so, so, who's to say that they could potentially you know find themselves up near the top again just just yeah. because just some random way yeah very true like i said this is another division to keep an eye on like i said it's another one that's wide open i mean the nationals they've started hitting uh juan soto's back off the disabled list uh like i said max is coming off of uh you know that had rough outing against you know the um, Blue Jays, and he bounced back and had that game against the Marlins, and like I said, the Phillies, Mets. He's just, like I said, it's anybody's game right now. And this yeah. It's going to be wide open to see who ultimately wins that one. Um, Over to the NL Central, we got the Brewers on top at 17-12, uh, and 12, followed by the Cardinals at 17-12. and 12. The Reds are 13-14, and 14, Cubs 13-16, and 16, and then the Pirates are 12-16. and 16. Thoughts on this one? Well, first thing I'm going to say is Roberto Clemente is probably rolling over his grave. But mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. That, that, you know, but but I mean, right now, this is literally just a two two team race between Pretty the much. Cardinals and the Brewers. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that played out. It really is. It really is. Like I said, it's going to be those two teams most likely, but. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting division. But like I said, poor Pirates. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> that's all I can say. Now, over to the NL West. We have the Giants on top at 18 and 11, followed by the Padres at 17 and 13, Dodgers 17 and 13, Diamondbacks 15 and 13, and then you got the Rockies at 10 and 19. Now. So, okay, well. Because, you know, I, I can't remember if we talked about this on the show or not, but how, how when was the last time the uh, the Giants uh, won the World Series? I don't remember. Because for a while, they, they'd won a couple there, like, back-to-back 
there for a while, but I can't remember the last year. Well, the reason why I bring it up because I feel like this this might be you know is for the timeline on on par with them like going on their run again. Mm-hmm. So I mean the Dodgers, you know. They they kind of had a stronghold on that division, but right now, mm, Magic's team is, is, doesn't have such a stronghold. And the fact mm-hmm. that you have just two and a half games separate four teams, you know, once again, a series or two can shift the whole division around, you know, to where somebody you wouldn't think, Diamondbacks, you know, can end up at the top of the division. Mm-hmm. Very so. true, very true. And the last World Series the Giants won was in uh, 2014, and it's like every like they won one in 2010, 2012, and 2014. So like every like two years they had a run at the World Series during so, that time period. But yeah, 2014. So it looks like they're a little long overdue for one, right? Yeah, they, it really is. It looks <laughs> so, like they you know time for them to go on another another run, get another get another ring. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, another division to keep an eye on right now. But like I said, it looks like it's could be the Giants. Could be the could be could be their year. It could be their year. Okay. And 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 that's, and that's actually kind of a good thing, you know, looking at you know between the, the AL and the NL, all mm-hmm. the divisions really there's there is some parody that's mm-hmm. going on. So that's that's actually a good thing. It is. And Nobody's like just running away with. Any of these divisions, they're all very close. Even though it's still very early, they're still very close. Nobody's just like dominating the division. Like it's like out of reach already. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's kind of like what you want more because it kind of, you know, you see more teams being competitive. Because um, I don't think nobody really thought that the the Padres was gonna you know get off to the start that they've had this season mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and everything. So. You know, teams like that, you know, and the fact that, you know, a lot of teams, they probably look at like, oh, well, we're right there. Let's let's keep it up. So it kind of it, it kind of amps up all the teams. You have the teams that are known for being the top tier teams. They got to look over their shoulder. Like, well, wait a minute. Such and such is coming up behind us here or whatnot. You know, so it just kind of amps up the competitive, you know, between all of the teams, really. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that at all. And just real quick, some of the scores and some of the games that have finished and that are going on currently. Um, the Cubs beat the Dodgers 7-1. to Giants won big 12-14 to against the Rockies. Um, bottom of the third, the White Sox are up 4 nothing on the Reds. Uh, Marlins are up 3-2 at the bottom of the seventh on the Diamondbacks. Um, Nationals are getting... Whipped by the Braves, uh, six nothing in the bottom of the six. Uh, Yankees, Astros, all tied up at three. Uh, Phillies are up six to one on the Brewers. The Red Sox are up eight to two on the Tigers at the at the bottom of the fourth. Uh, let's see. All right, Cubs dropped. They they played a double hitter. Um, this the second game. Uh, no score in that at the top of the fourth. Um, Twins and Rangers are up two to one on the um, Twins are up two to one. Royals are up one nothing on the Indians, and then late games you got Rays and Angels, Giants, Rockies, Blue Jays, Athletics, Pirates, Padres, and the Orioles and the Mariners. Uh, thoughts on any of that? Um, I mean the Braves they 
Yeah, that is kind of surprising. I mean, well, it's kind of going back to what we was talking about a little, just a few minutes ago. Like, you know, these teams right now, they, they're they ultra competitive, and, and that's what you want more of. So, yeah, like, I got to climb, you know, climb myself back up. I got to go after the best. And right now, you know, teams at the top, yeah, it's not it's not a guarantee like yeah that you're gonna stay on top right now so yeah i like it i, I, I like the fact that you're getting a lot more competitive games and, and of course we're getting these no hitters and everything which is crazy but but yeah I'm, I'm i'm enjoying what's going on with with this first quarter of the season so yeah same here it's very very interesting it's, it's wide open it's anybody's game and who knows, but next time we come on the show, we could be talking about another no-hitter. That seems to be the theme yeah. of the season so far. <laughs> <laughs> and also, too, some of these teams that, you know, that's not in first place, they, they could end up being in first place by the next time we do it. Mm-hmm. It's like episode. the last time, because like I said, the National, they were at the bottom of the division, and now they're at the top of the division. So, I mean, it's, it's like the, the um, Giants were, like, in the middle, and, now, and the Dodgers were on top, now the Giants are on top. It's, it was wide open right now, and I love it. It's good. It's good, it's good for the game. It's good for the sport. Exactly. Okay. Um. Anything else, sir? That's that's all I got on my end. No, that's that's pretty much it. Um. Yeah, just some good baseball going on right now. Um. Very true. Very true. Um. That's another show in the books. Um. Anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. Uh, yes, so, uh, over on Movie Talk, uh, I celebrated my 200th episode, and for listeners who've listened to the episode, you probably heard a certain person that's on this, uh, podcast, not me, um, <laughs> good old, um, Money Made Chris, he, uh, made an appearance on the 200th episode, him and Kita was a part of it, so I just want to say thank you again for, you know, that and everything, and, and yes, I was smiling when when I listened back to it, like what Keita said, because yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, but no, no, I really appreciated you, you guys, and everybody else that you know recorded something and to you know to make that 200th episode, because I mean it is a milestone. So, um, and everything. So I'm very happy about that. But um, for episode 201, like I said, I'm already gearing up for the next episode. 201 um yeah i'm i'm kicking off uh, may action officially with uh, the movie lionheart um and i have a guest that's going to be joining me someone that i've been kind of going back and forth with like when exactly i was going to have him on the uh, podcast and i feel like lionheart would be the perfect movie to do that with so look forward to hearing that episode coming soon cool sounds good sounds good and as far as I'm concerned, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris, as well as Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23. Um, check out my website, thecashinexperience.com. Everything is up there, blog, products, you name it. Everything is up on the website. Also, too, two things that are coming up uh, next Tuesday for the We Talk Next podcast for my wrestling fans out there. I will be conducting my very first interview. I will be talking to the one and only Miss Amber Nova. You've seen her on Impact Wrestling. You've seen her on AEW. You've seen her on a um, WWE. I will be talking to her next Tuesday. I look forward to that. 
And for the 40th episode, the next episode of the Grand Slam podcast, I will be having my good friend, Miss Chrissy Hayes, making her podcasting debut. Next episode, talking some Cincinnati Reds baseball. So I look forward to that as well. Um, Jay, any last words? Uh, just watch out for those uh, high pitches. <laughs> there you go. Look out for those high pitches. In the Star Wars day, may the fourth be with you. You guys take care, be safe, and we'll see you next time. Peace out. Peace.